How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is the Sports Edge with Rick Wolf on your flagship station for New York sports. The Fan, Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM, WFAN, New York. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Rick Wolf's Sports Edge. I'm your host, Rick Wolf. We're going to continue our important conversation about mental health and our athletes uh, this morning. And uh, this week, I, I want to get into specific examples or situations where sports parents, as well as coaches, really need to think ahead about what they say uh, with their athletes. And of course, you know, there's, there's never any one overall main cause that we can point to and proclaim, yes, that's the reason why we have so many kids feeling overwhelmed and stressed out these days when it comes to sports. We know it's just not that easy. But that being said, I do believe that we as sports parents and coaches, that we can try and, and, and be a little more sensitive about the words we choose when it comes to to trying to to motivate our kids and that is i i've you know we've noted many times on the show that that we as adults always need to think first before we say things that can have a major impact on our young athletes now i have to tell you i i received lots of comments from listeners regarding last week's show and much of it focused on how some coaches had said some terrible things to their players. In particular, for some reason in our society, it just seems that too many coaches in recent years think that the, the very best way to, to bond with their athletes is by, by being somewhat sarcastic in their comments to the kids. That, how, that somehow being sarcastic will translate into presenting oneself as being more hip or cool with the young athlete. The problem is, not only does that approach not work, but it also runs the risk of totally alienating or basically humiliating the kid. And that, of course, is all very much part of mental stress. Let me give you a a hypothetical situation. Uh, For example, a head coach is is having a, a welcoming session for his team, and he takes a moment to introduce the, uh, the new freshman to the upperclassmen. Uh, it's a good idea, to be sure, uh, no problem with that, but as the coach has each new young player step forward, the coach somehow feels it would be fun to make a catty or unkind comment about each young player. Now, of course, the older players on the team, they probably laugh at the coach's comments, But for the new kids on the team, this kind of sarcasm may not be something that they're all that familiar or even comfortable with. Even worse, the the new kids, they don't want to seem as though that he or she is bothered by the coach's comments. But then again, they don't know yet how to react. The bottom line is it can be a very awkward kind of situation and one that could have easily been avoided if the coach had had thought to himself ahead of time, what should I say? How should I handle the situation introducing these new kids uh, to the veteran players? And that, of course, can be the start of a real mental health issue for the newcomer athlete. Yep, yes, some, just as simple that small and something that really was not needed or necessary. Now, you've heard me say over the years that if you're going to serve as a coach, you really, really, really need to know each and every one of your athletes on your team. 
not just the starters, but of course the reserve players as well. You gotta know about their personalities, you gotta know what they're proud of, their accomplishments, and yes, even know what they're sensitive about. And you always have to rely upon praise to motivate your kids, not by making any snarky or, or cutting comments. Yeah, coaches, it's a lot of work, but the best coaches know and definitely take the time to do all this. And for you parents, you also need to be careful about placing too many expectations on your young athletes. Now look, we all want our kids to become an elite superstar, but we also have to understand that so much of that is determined by, be quite frankly, God-given genetics along with your son or daughter's individual inner drive to want to compete. And to me, those are the two key ingredients, and neither one of them are going to be influenced by a sports parent who keeps leaning or harping on a kid to, to work harder, to practice more, or to play harder. It doesn't work that way. I mean, sure, you need to be there for your kids and offer support whether they win or lose. And you can certainly point out to them, you know, just how talented they are when it comes to sports. But you've got to be very, very careful and walk a fine line about placing heavy expectations or goals on their shoulders. Because once you do that, well, you are inadvertently laying, adding layers of stress and pressure that your son or daughter really never asked for. Now look, we know that kids instinctively look to please their parents, but when you go too far and you tip the scales, most kids today don't know how to handle that kind of parental pressure. And we're going to talk about this today at 877-337-6666. Uh, and let me be blunt, we do live in very troubling times. And our kids are perhaps even more of what's going on in our world than perhaps we are. Again, let me be candid. According to a recent article I read in AARP, that's, that's the publication for older Americans, and I quote, Never in modern American history have rates of teen depression, loneliness, and even suicide ever been so high. And I went through on this last week's show, when I went down the, the list of top college athletes who were seemingly on top of the world only to have been hiding some, some deep despair, and they ended up killing themselves. How could that be? Now, no one has, as I said, a definitive answer. But let me share some, some other recent research with you, and it stems from kids and their cell phones. Now, look, I don't have to tell you that, that kids today are attached to their cell phones and to social media. Our young athletes know how to work their phones and social media a lot more than we do. That's just, a, that's just the truth. And you as a parent, you have to accept that and understand that this kind of high-tech knowledge brings along a certain amount of potential danger. Studies show that if you compare the teenage mood disorders from the year 2009, that's just before when cell phones became commonplace or ubiquitous with our kids, 2009, with what the teenage mood disorders are in, back in, in 10 years later in 2019, just again a decade later, the numbers are staggering. Teenage anxiety and depression shot up between 50 to 150 percent depending on which study you look at. Now what drives this and what continues to drive this? Again, most experts, most psychologists and doctors say it's connected to social media on the kids phones. In short, social media allows kids to reach out to others, of course, whether one wants to be contacted or not. Bullies used to be physically limited limited to just the playground or the schoolyard. But now bullies have the ability to reach out and harass teenagers pretty much all the time, 24-7. And that, my friends, is a real concern. Okay, some, some proactive suggestions. A lot of this is common sense, but it's worth you know, time to talk about it. Number one, as a parent, you got to sit down and really talk and educate your son or daughter when they first receive their cell phone. Now, again, it's just like a two-minute conversation. You've got to have a real meaningful talk with your child and explain to them what this means, having a cell phone, both the positive as well as the potential dangers. 
And along those lines, number two, you got to explain to them not just once, but over and over again as they get these cell phones. Talk about the dangers of utilizing social media and the various social media apps that they're going to be obviously encountering. You got to tell them to keep their social media settings on private only so they can't be uh, privy to other people who are trying to break into their inner sanctum. You have to explain to them, to kids, that there are trolls out there in social media. Explain to them what a troll is and how to react or not react and so on and so forth. And most importantly, you have to have a, a two-way conversation with your, your youngster and let them know if someone via social media is attempting to annoy them or to pick on them or whatever, that your youngster needs to tell you immediately so that you can obviously uh, contact law enforcement. Because the kid doesn't know how to react or is just naive about this stuff or doesn't figure this is how it works, then you have to, they're not going to know that there's a way to obviously counteract all this stuff. So, I mean, you have to explain this to them over and over again. Now, I'll give you a personal example. Some years ago, when our youngest daughter uh, was being bullied online for no apparent reason, and it didn't stop, well, my wife and I finally called the, uh, the local police. And within just a day or two, uh, the police had found out who the so-called bully was, and it turned out to be a couple of pre-teenage girls who went to school with our daughter. But for whatever reason, these girls thought it would be quote-unquote fun to basically try to bully her and to scare her. <laughs> well, uh, the, the, the girls' parents, of course, had no idea that their, their daughters were even doing this until one day the cops arrived, told them why they were there, and they took away the family computer to put an end to these girls and their behavior. I mean, it was simple as that. And again, that's what we're talking about here. If it gets to the point that your daughter is getting fearful, scared, intimidated, feeling depressed, anxious, lonely, you know, make sure that he or she, your daughter, your son is talking to you, and then you as the grown-up, as the adult, you take the kind, of, the kind of measures you have to do to stop this. And if it involves going to the police, then do you do it? This is not, this is not right. It has to be stopped. I mean... The, the sources of mental health stress uh, can be cut down considerably if we show as parents we care to our children, we let them know that we're looking out for them. Uh, obviously, coaches, you got to make sure you're always thinking ahead of the words you use as well. I mean, you think about in our in our own you know uh, era, that about about parents, sports parents putting too much pressure on their kids. I mean, that's a very common theme. I mean, you can remember I mean, back in the day, going back to, you know, 50, 60 years ago, uh, the movie Fear Strikes Out, which was based upon the Jimmy Pearsall autobio, uh, who Jimmy Pearsall went on to become a, a major league outstanding center fielder. But he had all sorts of uh, mental issues, all stemming from, turns out his father kept putting so much pressure on him to succeed. And then, of course, uh, how about the movie The Bad News Bears? One of, one of those movies, uh, The Bad News Bears, one of the episodes where the, 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 coaches, the coach of the team went out to uh, the mound and he slugged his kid during the course of a game because the kid wasn't performing well. Then there was uh, the classic movie, The Great Santini, uh, Pat Conroy's autobiographical book and became a movie, where the, the father kept pushing uh, Conroy to play better and harder in basketball. I mean, this, these are real... This has been a theme for a long time in this country, and yet we still find ourselves in a situation where parents put too much pressure on our kids. And that, that's a problem. That is a real problem. Look, I want to hear from you today, parents and coaches, about what you're seeing. Again, 877-337-6666. When I come back, we will continue our conversation about this vitally important topic. And again, I want to hear from you. Stay with me. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We're talking this morning about parents and coaches who, well, I'll say inadvertently put too much pressure, too much mental stress on their athletes. And I'm encouraging you to call in this morning uh, to share some of your stories about coaches or moms and dads who have put too much uh, pressure on their youngsters at 877-337-6666. I mean, it, it's, it's, um, it's, it's concerning. It's as simple as that. Let's... Uh, Let's start our conversation this morning with Tom out in Long Island. Tom, good morning. You're on the fan. Hey, hey. Good morning. Thank yeah. you for having me. Yes, um, Tom. So I have two small kids that are 10 and 8. Uh, I coach youth wrestling, flag football, uh, girls soccer, boys baseball, um, just about all of it. And yeah. what you're talking about is so spot on. I, I struggle with going against other teams and other coaches that are doing exactly what you're talking about, and I'm sitting there trying to just keep it fun and and make it uh make it make it fun for the kids. And it's really hard when you have other parents and other coaches that do that. I, just, I had one more thing I wanted to say after that too, because you yep. touched on the social media. Uh huh. This is the most stressful as a parent. Um, topic that the fact that you brought this this up today is perfect because I'm going through it with my kid right now. He's 10 years old, and I won't get him a phone, not yet, right? So, mm -hmm. me and three other dads are have a pack together that we're like, you know, all everyone's getting their kids' phones already, and I'm like, I just don't see the the need for it yet. You know, everyone will tell you about the safety aspect of it. Um, so we went out and we bought him a watch that has 10 contacts that we can see where he is and he could call us and text us on it. Mm -hmm. But the social, the social media thing, it just scares me so much. And my question to you was, what do you do? Because it's a double-edged sword. Because if you, you, you hold him back from getting the phone and they basically, he's starting to get made fun of for not having a phone. Correct. You know, and, and we don't know where to turn, uh. I just wanted to say, you know, everything you're touching on today is just, I mean, no one talks about it enough. Oh. You know, I just want to say thank you for bringing it up, and uh, hopefully, hopefully well, we figure something out here. Yeah, Tom, thank you for checking in this morning. And, yeah, we're just, I mean, I'm trying to sort of get us all to connect the dots, and I think that, uh, you know, Tom's call is right on, right on target because, yes, we want the best for our kids. We know that. We want the best for them in terms of sports, but now we've... The, through technology, we have this, these cell phones, and the technology is so f advanced. And, and the question now becomes, well, this wasn't a concern 10, 15, 20 years ago, but it is now. And as, as Tom had mentioned, how do you do this? How, how do you try to, as a parent, walk that fine line between at what point do I go out and purchase a phone for my child? Because, yes, it, it, it provides a, a great measure of, of safety. Um, 
if a kid wants to reach the mom or dad or somebody in, a, in an emergency or something like that, but it also opens up that other downside of social media where a kid can be bullied and made fun of and, and trolled and so on and so forth. I, I, I don't have an answer except to suggest, as I said before, that if the time comes that you buy your kid a cell phone, you're going to have to basically sit down with that youngster, not just for two minutes, uh, but for a course of several meaningful sessions to explain to him or her how the, 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 the pros as well as the cons of having a cell phone and what they need to know and how to react if things somehow pop into their screen that disturbs them or bothers them. They just don't want to feel like they're alienated or lonely, uh, but they have to understand that they have to obviously reach out to you as the parent uh, they may feel uncomfortable about that, but they need to know that's how it is. Uh, and, of course, the, we all know there have been lots, and this is a little different, but the concerns about having kids taking cell phones uh, basically into their bedroom and being online uh, talking through social media, you know, late into the evening. That is not healthy or positive either. These are real concerns, and we know that. The question is, how are we going to react to this? Again, I keep coming back to the whole same thesis that we as parents are adults. Coaches, you're an adult. You have to basically do the right thing here to protect the next generation because they, they're looking for answers here. Let's move on. Let's go, to, uh, let's go to Jim on Long Island. Jim, good morning. You're on Dup AFAN. Good morning. How are you? Good, Jim. So um, just real quick. So I have four children. Uh, two of my older ones are in their 20s now. One went off to play in college baseball. But, but, you know, this is so critical to understand because I have two younger ones, 18 and 15. They're in high school. They play lacrosse. Two girls play lacrosse at a very high level, especially my 15-year-old. Her travel team's one of the best in the country. And I'm talking about my 18-year-old who, as a sophomore, came to me and said she – and she was probably going to play in college. She was getting looked at, and she just stopped on. I'm not playing anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and I said to her, all right, well, let's talk about it because as a – you don't want them to make a rash decision on something silly so you talk to them and and she just at the end of the day she wasn't happy i said are you happy playing when you pick up your sick are you happy time yeah. is something that, that would it was the stress it was the stress it was the all her friends are now getting and i need to go to this school i need to get committed to that school and Jim, I'm afraid uh, our reception, uh, the phone cell, uh, cell phone reception is not is a little choppy. You still there? No, he's gone. Okay, but I think we got the gist of what he was saying that his daughter had come to him and he, she was a pretty good player, but she wanted to quit playing. I think it was lacrosse because the stress of having to make sure that she got recruited and committed to a top program, it was getting to her. And I, I'm, I'm curious, and hopefully Jim will call back uh, to tell us how this was resolved. But at least he sat down with his daughter and said, let's talk about this. And, and she was cur- courageous enough to talk about what was going through her head. Uh, that's precisely what we're talking about on the show this morning, about dealing with parents and, and making sure they're, they're, uh, they're connected. Uh, uh, Jim, are you back again? Yeah, I'm sorry about that. No problem. Um, so what so, happened? So, so, my, so, so, so just my last point was that, you know, us as parents, we have to understand it's not as important for us to be able to go and brag at a dinner party that our child's going Division One here or Division One there or look at her or look at him. Yep. It, it, you know, because it only gets worse. You know, it only gets more stressful for them, and it takes a very special breed of a child to be able to go off and play on that level. And everyone thinks their kid can do it, and they end up being miserable, and it's not fair. So we have to step in and, and see the warning signs, and if they're not happy playing, then it's okay to not push them. You know, you want to push your children to succeed in anything, but you need to understand and weigh the costs versus the benefits that come out of it, and you have to listen to your children. Yeah, I think that is the bottom line. And as I said uh, when we uh, just a couple of minutes ago, I'm not sure if you heard me, but at least your daughter uh, had the courage to come to you and say, Dad, I'm not happy with this. Uh, there's just too much, too many expectations on me uh, to go play D1, and, and I'm not, that doesn't make me happy. And, um, and you know, and and you know what else it was? It was you know, every once in a while I'll ask her, you know, because because listen, she did play at a high level, and it was very surprising to my wife and I when she finally came to us and said, "I'm done," 
And this was a kid who played three sports in, in high school, all at a high level. Yep. And our, our town was very big on, on, on lacrosse. And, you know, once in a while I'll say to her, you know, do you regret, because all her friends still play, and they're going off to college to play. I said, you know, do you regret, like, not playing anymore? Because that was a concern of mine. And she, the kid couldn't be happier right now. And, <laughs> and she, did lo- she did love to play, but, you know, there's some things more important than that sometimes. And we're talking about mental health, and it's, it's a big thing. And she's not, you know, she, she, doesn't, she might one day, maybe she will, but right now she's not regretting her decision. Happy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the bottom line. I mean, uh, the one sort of lost in all this, uh, and Jim, thank you again for, for calling this morning and for uh, calling back. What, what is sort of lost in all this, uh, which we talk about all the time, is that the element of fun, sports, kids are supposed to play sports because they're fun. But somehow we know that the, the that, that, that term, that concept, somehow gets squeezed out of the equation once we start talking about, well, my kid's got a shot to play in college or maybe get a scholarship or go to D1. No, the bottom line is, is your youngster, are they enjoying themselves? And if it gets to the point where that, that, that the sense of fun has been pushed away or buried, then they sort of say, this is like a job I don't want to have, and, and I, don't, I don't want to do this anymore. And again, I, I do think that's, that's a major part of the concerns we have with our kids and, and, and mental stress, that the fun has been pushed out of the whole process, and now it's just an expectation that they're going to work harder, practice longer, somehow get to the, the next level. And they're saying, why am I doing this? This is, not, this is not what I want to do. I used to play for fun when I was a kid. Now it's, not, now it's a job. Simple as that. Let's. I'm curious to see what uh, Ed Ward from Elizabeth has to say about this. Ed, good morning. You're next up on the fan. Good morning, Rick. How you doing? I got a couple things I'm going to say. First off, to the gentleman about his son having a cell phone at the age 10. Yep. Don't give him a cell phone. It's that simple. I'm going to share a story. My sister-in-law uh, with her two kids, who are both Division One athletes, every night she checked their cell phones for messages, Check their Twitter accounts and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And if anything negative was on there, she told me to get it off immediately. Mm-hmm. No matter no matter what level they play at, Rick, um, the college coaches are checking their Twitter accounts. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I remember a story: a University of Pittsburgh baseball coach brought two twin brothers in to visit the school. He checked his Twitter accounts. There was so much negative stuff on there. When they sat in the office, he gave them their plane tickets back to, to go fly home. <laughs> so again, yeah. no, it's, it's a true story. I got that story from Ryan Wheeler, the assistant baseball coach at St. Joseph's in Philly. But yeah, I... right now, I'm running. Right now, I'm running a team showcase, and what I'm doing here is this: I talked with all the parents yesterday. We had four games, and I told them, "This is how the events run. We got college coaches who are coming to watch them play, and naturally, in today's day and age, you can pay college coaches to come." And I showed them a grid that I have. Each coach that's here. That writes up what players that they like. Mm-hmm. By the end, of, by the end of the week, Rick, I send the information out to the coaches of each travel team, let them know what players that that the certain schools are interested in. Right. So this way, they know they know flat out what schools are interested in them. And I also mentioned too how the players got to be proactive with the college coaches. Yeah. And uh, everyone seemed to like the format. And um, again, you know, is it a pressure situation today? Yes. I mean, the the thing is. If, if people are looking to play travel sports, you got to really investigate the, the travel organization and what, and what they're all about. Because if, if they don't, you know, there are a lot out there that, that promise the world and they don't succeed. No, I hear you on that, and I, I uh, thank thank you, Ed, for the call this morning. I thought your story about the, and we know this because we've heard the stories about athletes who, young athletes who use social media, um, particularly those who obviously are aspiring to go on and play in college, uh, they don't seem to understand sometimes that it's a two-way street, or they don't understand how to block certain communications on Twitter or in other, in other social media apps, not realizing that college coaches, the recruiters, are also tracking because they want to know everything they can find out about the athlete they're recruiting, because after all, if it's a scholarship situation, uh, they want to do their homework and see what's what kind of kid they're actually recruiting. So there have been countless cases where kids, you know, put stupid things online, and the college coach is obviously following this and says, well, sorry, we, this ain't, we've changed our mind. We're not quite sure that you're the kind of uh, uh, student athlete that we want to uh, have here uh, in our program. 
And again, I, I think those case studies have been out there for a good five, ten years now, uh, and hopefully uh, kids have learned from this. But then again, why? there's a sort of a mentality, and just to go on a tangent, kids today, the young generation when it comes to, to social media apps and putting stuff out there, they don't sometimes realize the impact. Uh, they sort of dismiss these comments as just, well, that's just social media chatter. Nobody takes it seriously. Well, it's taken seriously when you said you, you might you lose a college scholarship or a coach decides to turn uh, his or her back on the kid as a potential recruit. So I, I, I think somehow, again, the social media stuff has infiltrated so much with kids and their culture that they don't seem to understand that what they put out there uh, has a real can have a real negative consequence. And I, 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 maybe the kids have learned that. I just don't know. Let's continue our conversation. Uh, let's go to uh, Smithtown. Fred is standing by. Hey, Fred, good morning. You're on the fan. Rick, how you doing, man? You do a great show here. really appreciate all the different topics you cover, uh, especially you know, with you sports. It's, it's great work you do, so thank you. Thank you, Fred. Um, you know, just to piggyback off a couple of the previous callers, you know, the cell phone debate, uh, I'm in agreement with your previous caller. You know, as a parent, you know, the generations raising a child has definitely changed from maybe 20, 30 years ago. Yep. Um, so, you know, but to me, you still have to be a parent. There's a lot of parents out there that, that would prefer to be a friend to their child yep. rather than be a parent and have those tough conversations at times and be really realistic with them about what the world is rather than, you know, what their current world is where it's all sheltered by a parent protecting everything. Um, but I also think that, you know, as an athlete, you have an athlete who, Again, at a younger age, you recognize they are a strong athlete, and that could change as they grow and develop. But as a parent, again, I feel you have a job to nurture that talent and to try and direct that talent in the right direction. And it's a balance because you can push too hard and make them throw that talent away, or you can nurture that talent and potentially get them to, to reach their pinnacle, meaning you get them to play at that next level in college. And again, with my son, and as, as an example, playing in college baseball, Maybe could have played at a higher level, but found himself at a Division three school where he's very comfortable with a coach who has truly found that button in him and has made him develop much better than anybody else I've ever seen before. Mm -hmm. So I, I think I think you have to you know find that balance as a parent. Be a parent, not a friend, but you know nurture that talent, develop that talent because what that talent could become could be something the world could enjoy one day. You never know. So, you, you know, you want your kids to still dream big, but there has to be a level of reality in there for them as well. Well, yeah, Fred, I, Fred, thank you for the call. And I, I just want to, because the word you use several times here, and I think it's important, is the word balance. And, and that's exactly what parents have to understand, and coaches as well. Because if your kid is going through, you know, middle school, high school, and obviously they're, they're a pretty good athlete, whatever sport it may be, uh, and, and, you know, you, you as the mom or dad, you, you do have the responsibility as a kid gets to be 15, 16, 17, 18, whatever, you can say to them, I mean, it's your, it's your responsibility to say, look, it's pretty clear you really enjoy playing the sport. It's also very clear that you have some real potential talent in the sport. And you just you'd say to them not, not to make them think like, oh, my gosh, you're going to be the next Aaron Judge. No, the point is you're saying you have, have, a, have a skill, you have a talent, you have a feel for this, this particular sport. Uh, and then you can ask them, you know, what kind of dreams do you have? What do you like to do? What do you think you like to pursue? I mean, that's real just meaningful being as a parent because you want the kid to basically articulate what their dreams are for themselves in the sport. And as, as Fred had just mentioned, you know, his son apparently uh, ended up at a Division three school and it was a great move because the coach at, at the D3, and I guess it's a baseball coach, you know, basically is bringing out the more talent, more potential in the kid. And that's a win-win situation. And as, as a mom or dad, that's what you want your child to understand and to deal with. That's, what, that's, that's the bottom line here. You want them to communicate. And again, we, we understand that it's a delicate balance. But you have to be talking to your youngster about what they want, what their dreams are. It's not about what your dreams are. Your dreams as a kid, well, your childhood is over. And if you're living vicariously through your kid, man, you got to shut that down because it's more about your youngster and what they want to do. 
And if, the, if, you, they, if you, they're telling you certain things and you're saying, oh, no, 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 you can do better than that. I think you should go play Division One and, and uh, you know, get a scholarship and go to more showcases. Stop that. It's not you. It's your youngster. And let them tell you what they have in mind. Uh, and again, that's, that's, that is, again, that's quality parenting, communication, getting your kid to tell you what's going on. All right, let me take a time out. When I return, we'll take more of your calls here on this very, very important topic, obviously, at 877-337-6666. Talking about mental health issues and our kids and our athletes and what we can do as adults, as parents, as coaches, uh, and how to get them to talk to us about these problems they're facing in this, uh, in this new age of social media. Um, and honestly, we have to make the parents uh, more, much more diligent uh, about educating our youngsters, again, about social media, cell phones, and the dangers uh, that they, they potentially bring with them. Uh, and again, I just want to give a quick reminder for any, for any kind of mental health issues, if you're having uh, concerns or questions, you just hit uh, call 988, or you can call the National uh, Suicide Prevention Lifeline. That's 800 uh, 273-8255, and oh, again, 800-273-8255, or again, go to 988. And of course, if you want to chime in this morning with your thoughts and comments, we're at 877-337-6666. Very quickly, a couple of other important uh, and sobering notes this morning. I do want to pay tribute to former outstanding St. John's University baseball player, uh, pitcher, Anthony Vivaro, uh, who pitched in the, in the bigs for six years. Uh, I didn't get to know Anthony all that well, but my son John played uh, against Anthony and batted against him several times in the Atlantic Collegiate Baseball League and also faced him in the college ranks as well. By all accounts, Anthony was a class act, but when he retired, from his big league career, he, he joined the New York City Police Force last week. As you have probably heard, he was tragically killed in a head-on collision by a driver going the wrong way on the highway as Anthony was headed uh, to work at a 9-11 service. Just, just terrible, terrible news. And my heart goes out to Anthony's wife and his kids. Moving on, I mentioned last week about the growing issue of the lack of officials at our high school games. The only real possible and immediate solution that seems to make sense is what they're already doing in, in some states, particularly the state of Tennessee. There, they now play a bunch of high school football games on Thursday nights because there just aren't enough refs to handle uh, all the games on Friday nights. I do think that's, uh, that's an alternative that's at least worth considering. Uh, that being said, it doesn't... It doesn't solve the overall issue of the older referees and umpires who are retiring. It's just that very few young people in their 20s and 30s are signing up to want to officiate games. It is a not just a local problem here, but it's all over the country. And I'm thinking I might have to do uh, yet another show about this issue because, let's face it, without umpires or referees, the, the varsity games are only scrimmages, and nobody is happy with that kind of predicament. Um, Moving on, I, I, uh, I do want to send out a quick shout-out to uh, Sports Edge listener Ken Kolb, who sent me a very funny and very timely cartoon from the New Yorker magazine. Uh, in short, the, the illustration uh, was, is from the time of the Roman Empire, and the cartoon shows a, a bunch of young athletes receiving a laurel wreath, presumably for, for being on a sports team, and their coach is handing these wreaths out to each youngster. And the caption, which comes from a, a Roman centurion who's observing all this, and he's talking to a Roman mom, he says, quote, every kid gets a laurel wreath? Well, this is why Rome is falling apart. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Thanks, Ken. And also from the Sports Edge Police Blotter. This comes from our courtesy of our friend Steve Callis out of Montgomery County, Texas. A girls softball league wants to raise money by raffling off an AR-15 style rifle. And as you might imagine, some parents aren't too happy about this. One mom uh, said uh, her daughters have been in the South Montgomery Girls Softball League for nearly a decade, and she was shocked when she heard about this, this rifle uh, raffle. Quote, I don't think it's appropriate for children's activity to be raffling off this type of weapon, this woman said. Uh, not even four months ago, 
19 children and two teachers were gunned down uh, by, by, uh, by someone who was using a semi-automatic assault rifle, just like the one that's being raffled here. Now, that's a pretty good point. Yet the softball league in Texas is standing behind its decision to have this raffle, saying in a statement, quote, The gun raffle is a legal and common practice. All winners will need to pass a background check before receiving any prize. And if the winners don't pass the background check, they will be deemed ineligible. But still, I mean, I mean, talk about common sense and, again, a little sensitivity. I mean, in my opinion, this is just, this is just stupid. And, and obviously, you know, you want to raffle something off, fine. But again, this is just uh, so insensitive what happened in Uvalde just a few months ago. Okay, a few other quick football notes. We'll get back to the calls. There was an article this week that was posted in several sources that wearing those padded Guardian helmet covers um, are been shown to cut down on concussions by as much as 50%. Uh, that's at least among a limited use with NFL players over the last uh, few weeks uh, during their practice sessions. That, of course, is very encouraging news. But, of course, the NFL and the medical world has to do a lot more extensive testing and research before they definitively state that this makes a big, big significant difference. But again, it was encouraging that the number of concussions were cut down by quite a bit. And lastly, the New York Times has reported that there's a real dearth of football helmets in general. That is due to supply chain issues over the last year. It's quite frankly been very difficult for high school football teams to get either new or refurbished helmets this year. Okay, let's get back to our conversation. Uh, let's go to uh, our good friend Jack Smithland over in Jersey. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to get uh, Jack's thoughts about, you know, what's happening with our kids and parents and coaches putting too much pressure. Jack, good morning. How are you, Rick? Hey, Jack. Uh, be- before I get started, I have a few things. But before I get started, for the parent who is, who is so bold not to give his child a, a cell phone, you know, um, remember, what's best for your kids' parents is not always keeping up with the Joneses. Yep. And as far as the last caller about the cell phone also issue, is that what the, one of the things that these parents should teach their kids is that every time they push that word send, yeah. anybody, in the world, anybody in the world can get it. So what I tell my kids is if you can't send that to your grandmother, don't send it. Yeah, so that's, that's good the advice. Point, the point the point is is that it gets dangerous. But what I wanted to say today is so on topic with with this show and last week's show book. You know, it's so hard, really, to describe your role as a parent, a sports parent, and even a coach. But what I do know is that your support, your guidance, and your attitude will always contribute, possibly in a positive way, but also in a negative way. So here are a few things that I've learned along the way during my I just started my 50th year of coaching. Hmm. Number one, real quick, is to support them. You know, let them choose their activity. They have more of a value to it, and they feel more obligated to, to be a part of it. And also, parents, during that time, even though you might not have picked what they were doing, be a positive role model. Number two is introduce different activities, not just athletics, because the more activities these kids do, the more social skills that they learn, and the more time they're spending away from the cell phones and things like that. You know, number three, okay, don't be too competitive. They will tell you how competitive they are. And when they allow you to know that, then you just take control of it. You know, got to remember this, parents. Pressure creates anxiety and stress, and stress is a killer. Okay, teach them to help manage their emotions. They are the only ones that can control their emotions. Okay, I have a saying that no one can make you feel bad without your consent. So that's a quote that I use to my girls every single day. Be involved, not just in their athletics. Be involved in all aspects of their lives, Mm -hmm. every single part of their lives. You got to know what's going on in school, who they're hanging out with. What is on those phones and things like that? Begin to teach them independence. As they get a little bit older, allow them to make age-appropriate decisions. If they're not going in the right direction, lead them in the right direction. These are things that I learned along the way in my 50 years of coaching. And I learned a lot of these lessons, parents and people that are listening, the hard way. And sometimes it's better to learn it the hard way because it sinks in. You don't want your kids to learn it the hard way. You want them to learn it the right way. So you are their backbone. You are their support. Coaches, 
You are their parent. And remember, while you're coaching, you're only coaching during game time. Teach during practice, okay? Be supportive. Understand that they do need praise. But if you're going to reprimand or correct, make sure that you get their attention. And I always love the, the, uh, the John Wooden theory of the sandwich effect that you and I have discussed many times. Mm-hmm. And one of, the things, one of the things that Ed said before, Ed Ward, and I remember you years ago on the show, I remember listening to you, you told me about a guy that came in that interviewed for a job that you were offering. Yes. And after he left the office, you looked at, your, you looked at his FaceTime or Face whatever and, mm-hmm. and Twitter F- Facebook. and you didn't hire him. Yes. And you didn't hire him. And that's what a lot of coaches are doing today, like Ed said. Understand that every time you go on that FaceTime or that Twitter, people can get that. And it's very easy to get it. Parents, be supportive. Be proactive. Okay? Talk to them at dinner. Remember, we learn through repetition, repetition, repetition. Rick, this show is so on. And you know what? You can continue this show for weeks, and you'll get as many callers as you get. every. And I know right now you probably have about 50 of them on hold. <laughs> so, you know what? It, it's just This is just great topic. Look, you know what? It's about time we start treating our kids the right way and not do what, you know, people feel you should do. You are the parent. You are the coach. Make sure you use that. Jack, I, I, I thank you, and, and obviously the, the words you just said about about the various things you've learned, perhaps uh, the hard way over your 50 years of coaching, yeah, I mean, and Jack, thanks again for the call. The problem is that for parents today and coaches, again, this is all new. We, we didn't grow up with cell phones. We didn't grow up with social media. So we're learning as we go as long, and now all of a sudden we're seeing this, this, this humongous issue of kids who seem, as I said at the top of the show, seem to be have everything going for them as student-athletes, and suddenly you read that they've killed themselves, or they've gone to a deep depression, or they've quit their sport. And we're thinking, what in the world? Why would that happen? Well, it's because we, as parents, as adults, we have to find a way to connect with these kids and find out you know, what they want to talk about, because they're looking for somebody to talk to. And if you're the parent, you obviously are should be right there as the main uh, support the main bulwark to make sure that the kid has that kind of backup because unfortunately again I, I, this is a real real national international concern let's get some other calls here quickly let's go to a Pete and Flushing hey Pete good morning you're on the fan uh, Rick good morning uh, great show um, I guess my, my thing is um, I was a, a former professional athlete I have uh, a few kids uh, two of them boys who are pretty talented and um you know as a former professional my sons have saw me saw me uh play from certain videos and stuff like that however uh, i feel they, they feel the pressure and as a coach i do coach them as well um but one of the philosophies I teach, I can't say I always tell them about winning, that they have to win at all costs. No, I try to teach them how to develop. Mm-hmm. Um, I do understand that um, having played, and my parents never put pressure on me. You know, I came from a soccer family, and the last thing they wanted me to play was baseball. So, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, they, they, you know, so my boys see the, that I currently coach at a very high level, too. And, you know, when you're hearing from their friends, oh, your dad, your dad, your dad, it could be, you know, uh, um, you know, you, you fall, you're trying to follow in your, your, your father's footsteps and yep. you feel you got big shoes to fill. And, uh, you know, one of the things I've always taught my sons is uh, start where you are, use what you have, do what you can and learn what you don't know. And I, and I try to help them every step of the way. And I feel I'm starting to get some pushback. Uh, from both of my sons, um, all I demand from them is that they give the best effort. That's yeah. it. I don't care. Win or lose, just give me your best effort. And, you know, now with the social media, um, you know, I, I just see them uh, uh, paying attention more to their phones sometimes than actually the work. And the only place I know where um, success 
comes before work is in the encyclopedia or the dictionary. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so I'm having a little bit of a challenge right there with both of my sons. I don't want them but, to lose interest. But here's the thing, Pete, and, and uh, I, I, it's a little different. And again, your, your situation is a little unique because obviously you, you played at a fairly high level, had great success, and your kids are aware of that just because they can go online and see video of you. So the fact that you are sensitive, that you don't want to put any kind of overt pressure on your kids to say, well, you got to be just like your dad and so on and so forth. That's good. Beyond that, if your kids are at the point now where they begin to give you some some pushback and challenge some things, that's fine. That's what kids do. That's what teenagers do as they explore the world around them. I would just make sure that when you when they come to you uh, or you want to make sure you communicate with them and just rather than just uh, try to tell them what your thoughts are, make sure they tell you what's going through their head and say to them, okay, let's talk about what your dreams are. That, that, this was my dream when I was a kid growing up, but now the question is what are your dreams and where do you want to go with sports and get them to talk about it. I think that's the next step. And speaking of which, friends, again, when it comes to mental health issues, that is the key. The first step is always getting your kid to talk about it. Talk. That's the key. And again, you can just call dial 988 to have any uh, talk to a counselor about this. Or again, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 800-273-8255. And don't forget, here in Odyssey, I'm listening.org. That's an excellent program worth listening to as well. Okay, that's going to do it. For me, my thanks as always to the Zoo Man, Ed Arzuman. NFL preview is up next. I'll see you next Sunday morning right here on the Sports Edge. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.